Good morning, brothers and sisters, and welcome to Friday, uh, Friday, September the 25th, and another Cup of Joe podcast, final one for this week. I hope this finds you well whenever and wherever uh, you are listening um, uh, and uh, entering into a weekend where you're going to enjoy it, at least around here. It looks like, gosh, it's going to be beautiful weather, so at least one, one last weekend of what feels like summer. So... Uh, Today, we are going to continue our journey through the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. If you would like to follow along, again, another short reading. Actually, really interesting. I referenced it yesterday, having no idea we were going to dive into it today. But it's Luke chapter 9, verses 18 to 22. Luke 9, 18 to 22. So let's open up God's Word together here this morning. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Once, when Jesus was praying in solitude and the disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others one of the ancient prophets has arisen. Then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter said in reply, the Christ of God. He rebuked them and directed them not to tell this to anyone. He said, the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So again, what an interesting contrast, brothers and sisters, with the gospel that we heard yesterday. In fact, I would argue it's the opposite side of the the same coin. Uh, Because yesterday, if you recall, we had Herod asking the crowds, asking those uh, who were coming to him saying, who is this Jesus? Uh, And they the people that, that came to him said the exact same three things. Did you notice that? Uh, here's what it says. John has been raised from the dead is what some are saying. Others, Elijah has appeared. Still others, one of the ancient prophets has arisen. I mean, that was a mere what, six, eight verses earlier than this. And here... Now Jesus asks the disciples, and the same names come up. What's the difference? Well, the difference is, as I mentioned yesterday, uh, that Herod has not yet met Christ. And that's a world of difference, isn't it? Others can tell us about Christ, as I mentioned yesterday, and and say, well, he's kind of in this box, the John the Baptist box or the Elijah box or one of the ancient prophet boxes. Okay, okay, Uh, that makes sense. But John, I beheaded, but but okay, all right, I, I get it. But he still is trying to meet him because that's when he can figure out truly who he is. But here, Jesus asks those who have met him, not those who, who, you know, need other people to put him in a box. They've been with him. And so he asks the question. So I would say two different things going on here. 
uh, for us to ponder on this gospel today. And, and the first is this. Uh, one, I want to marvel at the courage of Jesus, which, you know, comes in, in so many ways and, and perhaps in a minor way today, but it's still courageous. He has the courage to ask his friends, who am I? Who am I? But notice this. He doesn't do it without undergirding it with prayer. Did you hear that? At the beginning of the gospel, it says, Once when Jesus was praying in solitude and the disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? See, here's the problem. At least it is again with me. Maybe not with you. But with me, if I ask others, who do people say that I am, and I hear back, and that's a courageous action is, is my point with Jesus, because I may not want to hear what, what is going to come back to me. And if I don't undergird that with prayer, if I don't have prayer as my foundation, which prayer, by the way, is what reminds me who I am, because I need to remember who I am only in Christ. I live no longer I, but Christ lives in me. Uh, that I am the beloved one, that I am, you know, whatever that prayer reminds me that I am, because that's my foundation, then I can take the winds of what other people say that I am. But if I don't undergird that with prayer, and I simply ask others, who do people say that I am? I might start believing what is told about me. And that may shape my opinion and attitude. And before I know it, perhaps I become what others expect or me to be or are saying about who I am. And I become like the words Jesus uh, framed in the question about John the Baptist. What did you go out to see? A reed swaying in the wind? What others say about him, that's who he becomes? Clearly, that's not who John was. <laughs> not who Jesus was either. That's not who Jesus was either. So part one, I mean, that's so beautiful. Let's, let's make sure we're women and men of prayer. That remember in that prayer who we are. Remember, in Luke's gospel, not in Matthew and Mark's, but in Luke's gospel, it wasn't when Jesus came up out of the water that he heard the voice from the, the heavens open and, and heard the voice of God saying, this is my beloved son. It was in prayer after his baptism. Don't believe me, go check it out. In Luke's gospel, Jesus was in prayer and that's when he heard who he was. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So brothers and sisters, first and foremost, we need to remember who we are is, uh, must be undergirded, must find its foundation, uh, must be surrounded in prayer because that's, that's the only one we are. The world is going to tell us we're a hundred different things. But it's only who we are in God, in Christ Jesus. That's the one that matters. That's the voice that matters. Uh, that's point number one. Point number two, you know, Jesus asks his disciples, who do you say that I am? And, and they say, you know, uh, it's interesting. He asked them who the crowd say that I am. And they asked the answer, as I said, the same exact ones, which means the crowds were saying pretty consistently, you're John the Baptist, you're Elijah, you're one of the ancient prophets. But then he says, who do you say that I am? Which, of course, and Peter, you know, says right away, the Christ of God. Um, 
which is wonderful and beautiful. But but the real question, of course, in, in this part two is, who is Christ for you? Who is Christ for you? Because how you answer that, brothers and sisters, and I alluded to that yesterday, may be very similar in some ways to how I answer that, but it may be different. Don't let other people tell you who Christ is. Because who is Christ to you? Now, I say don't let other people. Of course, other people can, because that may frame and help us put words into who Christ is for us too. But who have you found him to be in your meetings with him? When you gird yourself with prayer, when you underlie, who has he been to you? Who has he been to you throughout your life, in your good times and in your tough times, in those rough patches and in those times of grace? Who has Christ been to you? Who is he to you right now, right now? Again, you don't have to take the company line and say he's this, that, or the other thing. This is Christ asking you, who is Christ to you? Let that be meditation number two today. And thank God, by the way, for who he has been to you and who he may yet be. Because, again, <laughs> he never comes to us, well, very often he doesn't come to us in the same way twice. He is always new, ever ancient, ever new. Isn't that what uh, Augustine said? <clears throat> Third and last point for the gospel today. Who are we? Who are we? You know, again, that, that goes back perhaps in, in full circle to the first one. Jesus had the courage to ask, who do the crowds say that I am? But he had to know who he was first. And he only could find that out in prayer. How would you answer that today, my friends? Who are you? Who are you? Um, who are you with God? Because that, that, that's the answer. But who are you without God? How would you answer that if indeed we could ever be? But there are times we, we, off, we feel isolated or more likely, if you're like me, we forget we're with God and I start believing some of these other things or, or start puffing up my chest or whatever it is or, or vice versa. I hear those voices of shame within me. And I believe those all to be true. You know, I hear those voices that tell me I'm not, I'm not this, that, or the other thing, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not, what am I doing here? Or I feel like, ugh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all of this and a bag of chips, as the old saying says. <laughs> um, who, who, do you, who are you? Who are you with God? Who are you without God? You know, just yesterday I was traveling through Kiel, and I think the uh, board for uh, St. Peter's <clears throat> UCC Church across the way has this saying. I think I'm, I'm going to get it right. I hope I do. Um, God without man is still God. I think God without humanity, I think is probably what it said. God without humanity is still God. Humanity without God is nothing. In those times when we forget, in those times we separate, and, and maybe we don't actively try to do this. I don't think most of us do. But in those times we're just taken with ourselves or we're taken with those voices inside our head. Who do you think you are? 
And who are you really? Who are you really? Let those be our meditations today. Who is Christ for you today? Who has he been in your life? Thank him for that. Open, open yourself to new ways. Who are you? And really, answer that question, making sure it is, has as its foundation prayer so you can remember who you are in God before you hear these other voices, the voices of the world, the voices of maybe your friends, maybe those who are not your friends. Um, when they try to tell you who you are, but that we remember who we are first and foremost in God. Who do you say that I am? It's a courageous question. Make sure you know before you ask it. Let's pray. We finish out our sorrowful mysteries today. And so again, invite you to bring intentions, people, uh, loved ones, situations uh, within prayer to us or, or, or within our prayer uh, to our Blessed Mother today. Let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth sorrowful mystery, Jesus dies on the cross. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Have a wonderful, joy-filled, blessed weekend, my friends. Thank you for listening and bless you in every good way. And hope to see you and be back together again on Monday.